1: It is a championship Sunday edition of TC Live and what a moment for that man. Facundo Diaz Acosta is now an ATP tour champion for the first time in his life. It's a party in Argentina as the hometown kid gets it done. Just four career tour level wins before this week. How about five in Buenos Aires? And he gets the trophy as well. Favorite movie, Gladiator. Are you not entertained? That's what we're doing here on TC Live. Yep. Prakash Amitraj, Paul Anacone, Steve Weissman with you. A first title and really coming out of nowhere for the 23-year-old.
2: Hey, listen, he was riding momentum all week. And what was so impressive, especially in that final, he, he kept his composure all the way through, especially in that last game, which just went back and forth, back and forth. That's exactly the moments where you can get a little bit in your head. All of a sudden, you're at 5 all, Maybe you're in the breaker. But... Um, Kept his cool very well today.
3: Yeah, there's no way to explain what it feels like to try to serve for your first title. And, and for this 23-year-old, it's a monumental time to do it in his home country, mm. uh, on his favorite surface, Um, I got to see him play in Australia, took Taylor Fritz to five sets this year. This kid's a good player. I mean, he's a very good player. But, Prakash, you're right. When you see him handle a moment like that, composure-wise, to me, that's the most important thing. First game down, love 40, hit a couple shots that were head-scratchers, still held serve, and at the end, up love 40 and found a way through it. Those are two really good signs for him
1: up to a new career high 59 in the world right now he's a lefty it looks like he's got a whole lot of game and beats the guy that beat carlos alcaraz
2: yeah, look, Jerry did look a, a, just a touch out of gas. I'm not quite sure what it was. Maybe it was the late finish against Alcaraz, coming back from such a monumental win. But um, again, the way the way Facundo Diaz was able to dictate with his forehand, again, the composure, I think those are all things which, you know, 59, he's, he's riding a great way, a string of confidence. There's more clay court events. He has that whole clay court season coming up. There's a There's a huge upside in the next three, four months for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you talked about a five-setter against Taylor Fritz first round in Australia. Now he gets a title. What do you think is next for Diaz Acosta?
3: Well, now it's about just enjoying the moment, I think. He's so young, 23 years of age. And look, you said it as well. Nico Jarry was not good today. I mean, for him, he did not play well. But I got to give him credit. The last 20 minutes, he started playing better. But every time he got close unforced error. I mean, he played play three good points, then he'd miss a return to serve. So he just couldn't get it going. Um, I think for Diaz Acosta, the focus is going to be the clay court season. I don't think a lot of people are going to want to see him on the other side of the net come clay court season. Um, but I, I don't see any reason why he can't play on hard courts. Like I said, I saw him play some terrific tennis in Australia. Great competitor, this kid. And 23 got plenty of time to grow
1: all right we'll have full highlights and reaction from the match in buenos aires later on tc live but let's get it going in rotterdam earlier today yannick center in the final looking to pick up his second title of the season facing alex dimenor for the seventh time For prakash
2: well we thought dimenor was going to be able to come up and put up a good fight and he did but it was just center with the goods right when he needed it and doing a good job there going right into that forehand pocket but center another element of his game that has really improved. He's gotten so comfortable at the net. His technique is phenomenal up there. And uh, serving for the set, down break point here. Deminar did a good job fighting back. I, I love any, any moment a player lays out on the court. That's full 12 out of 10 marks on effort there. But as soon as he drops serve, serving for the set, what does he do? He goes back to the well. And he's been so good on those outside flanks with that outside leg. Showing a lot of more physical strength that he's been able to add to the game. Coming up with a passing shot there, took the first set, 7-5. Second set, gets up a break again, loses serve again, but then he was able to finally serve it out at 5-4. 23
1: winners when nearly 80% of his first serve stays perfect against Demonor. Perfect on the season and picks up his 12th title. Sinner, Sinner, chicken, dinner, winner. Let's hear from him.
2: Of
3: course, my team, um, we have done a really good job uh, some, some weeks ago and now, and now we made uh, a very, very good job here. I'm really proud about my level, what I, what I played throughout this, this whole week. We have been in a, a tough situation, but I guess we, we handled it in the right way. So thank you so much. And um, I, we, will, we will always try to, to improve. So it's the most important. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of improvements, with the title, Yannick Center moves up to a career high, number three in the world. By the way, he has won his last two matches against Carlos Alcaraz, three of his last four against Djokovic. The Italian is coming for the crown of world number one. A lot to discuss here, Paul. Let's start with your reaction to his performance today and winning this match.
3: Yeah, look, I think the most important thing for me is to watch what players do when the expectations change. You know, this kid now is is a major title holder, so the expectations change internally and externally. But what I love to see is his, uh, his disposition hasn't changed a lick, hasn't changed from last year, hasn't changed from two years ago. Um, unbelievably buttoned up, manages adversity incredibly well. Now when he's supposed to win, again, deals with adversity so well. Today served for the first set got broken, very easily could have wobbled, didn't, broke right back, then served it out. Second set up a break got broken, could have wobbled, didn't, broke back, won the second set. So I think his composure lends itself to success. I think his talent speaks for itself. And now, when we're seeing him in these small sample sizes in these big moments, to me, he's the best player on the planet the last four months, unequivocally. And you talked about those records, too. I think I think, is he three0 in the last three matches with Medvedev as well? Yes, I, you know, it's so he's, He's just played the best tennis right now. So you can say what you want, but he's unbelievably buttoned up. He's unbelievably solid, has so many weapons. But to me, what's most important, between the ears. And Mm. Darren Cahill told me this from the beginning. This kid just gets it, and he's shown us that he gets it, and it's going to be a lot of fun for us to watch.
2: Paul
1: says, best player on the planet the last four months. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, the numbers speak for itself. And picking up that Grand Slam in Australia, yes absolute milestone. But I think the manner in which he did it, down two sets to love against Medvedev, one of the couple best hardcore players in the world over the last three years, Those are one of those life moments where you know, regardless of how dire the straights are, you can dig down to where you need to and pull it out. And I think that's something that's going to stay with him in every single big moment coming up for the rest of his career. And he's going to have a lot of them against the best in the world. Yeah,
3: that, that to me, I didn't even mention that, but that's even more important. Down two sets to love against Medvedev in the final after taking out Novak in straight sets. And what does the kid do? nothing doesn't buckle doesn't panic doesn't complain doesn't worry about the wind or the bad calls or an injury just plays and he finds his way through a huge match after being down two sets to love in the final that, that tells you something
1: from a coaching standpoint what are the improvements that you've seen the biggest ones he's made to get to this level
3: well a couple simple things the second serve now he protects it better than everybody except one person on tour last year highest success rate on second serve execution to me, that used to be his Achilles heel, no longer. And that's not just about his serve, it's a point structure. He knows exactly what he wants to do strategically serve plus one and the power out of the corners. We did a couple of things with graphics earlier in the week that showed how good he was now of the open stance two-hander mm. planting, getting back into the court. 18 months ago, didn't have the strength to do that. He's, lay- he's laying open and using the one-handed slice to stay in rallies. Now he's landing, planting, and pushing back. Strength, mobility, agility second serve protection and between the ears That's quite a trio of things to improve on.
1: And that has led to these insane numbers. He's actually won 15 straight matches 12 and 0 this year 32 and two since the U.S. Open four titles in seven events. You talk about big match player. He's won 15 of his last 16 matches against top 20 guys in the last 10 years. Only four men have started a season 12 and 0. There's Novak Djokovic Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, and that guy, Yannick Sinner. What does that tell you, Prakash?
2: Wow, that is, that
1: is about <laughs> good
2: as, company, good, huh? as good company as you could possibly be in. Look at that, 32-2. and two. I mean, in that stretch against a competition that he's been playing, he's been so exceptional against the top five. And, Paul, to your point, all of those improvements have been phenomenal that he's made. But it's also the moments in the match when you need to call upon those things, sometimes new elements to your game. You can do that at one-all, two-all, but you still need to have that comfort to do it in those big moments. He seems like he can call upon any part of his game and feel really comfortable at any moment.
1: On the other side, Alex Dimonor. I mean, he's at the best start to his season. He's at a career-high, Paul, number nine in the world. Uh, what have you seen from him?
3: Amazing. Now, Dimonor is uh, one of the, In my opinion, one of the most improved players this year. Early on, we saw it at United Cup. I mean, taking out Taylor, taking out Novak, playing great tennis and not blinking. Played well in Australia. He got his heart broken, losing um, to Rublev, being up two sets uh, to one... But look at him rebound. I mean, the kid is just a workhorse. He's a great athlete. He's got a really solid game. And now, to me, what he's using better even earlier in the year than he was last year is understanding how to use some varieties, throwing in the slice backhand, sneaking to net a little bit more strategically, doing some things a little bit differently. So he's learning as well. I've always loved Alex Diemenar as a player, and he continues to show us why he's going to be one of the guys to reckon with this year.
2: Yeah, look, I, I mean, mentally, I think he's... Uh, I, I'd put him in the top, top 10 easy, if not top 5. I mean, the way he, he walks into every single match, he never feels like he's ever the underdog. He feels like he should be going out there and winning each and every time. And, Paul, you talked about the variety. I, I think he may use that better than a lot of other players on tour. He sneaks that little backhand slice up the line low, makes the opponent hit up, pops the ball into the open court. His serve has improved quite a bit. And uh, he seems like he's playing bigger tennis than even his frame holds mm-hmm. right now
1: both guys spectacular starts of the season but nobody better than yannick center right now perfect on the year two titles
3: pretty good first major and uh,
1: adds rotterdam as he heads into the 1000s we'll see what he does indian wells miami as well a lot more to get to here on tc live on a championship sunday we are talking about the highly anticipated often imitated but never duplicated best of the best from across the tennis world And as we continue our celebration of Black History Month we honor one of the all time greats Hall of Famer activist and trailblazer none other than Arthur Ashe. You don't want to miss it
4: more than an athlete. It's a phrase we hear when players proclaim that black lives matter or call attention to victims of social injustice. The core of these gestures is real activism and that's a testament to the enduring legacy of Arthur Ashe. Ashe was one of the greatest players of his era, winning 3 Grand Slam singles titles and he remains the only black man to win Wimbledon. That's it. And he's done
3: it. He really has done it. In 1968
4: the year Martin Luther King Jr. was taken from the world, Ash won his first Grand Slam title at the US Open. In 1973, he became the first black man to play in the National Tournament of Apartheid South Africa. Ash agreed to play under the condition that the normally segregated audience be integrated. Ash in many ways epitomized his times, captivating audiences with his excellence on the court, arrested for protesting injustice off it. Then in 1992, he assumed the spotlight again for a different social issue with equally personal stakes. Ash announced that he'd been diagnosed with AIDS.
3: Yes, I have AIDS, but you can look at me and you can listen to me and you can see me. I am not sick.
4: He would devote the remainder of his life to raising AIDS awareness, and he established the Arthur Ashe Foundation for the Defeat of AIDS. The foundation's impactful work has continued long after Ash passed away in 1993 more than an athlete, more than a tennis star. Arthur Ashe was living proof that making a change goes beyond the game. Thank
1: you, Nick. Arthur Ashe once said, from what we get, we can make a living. What we give, however, makes a life. Ashe gave so much life to both sport and society. Our Black History Month features are available at tennischannel.com, and the celebration continues throughout the month on all of our TC platforms. Still to come on the show, the tennis calendar keeps rolling on. Another WTA 1000 event kicking off in Dubai today. We'll check in on a trio of Americans looking to make money moves. Welcome back. About two weeks away from a return to tennis paradise in Indian Wells for what some call the fifth major. Don't complete first ball to last ball coverage right here on Tennis Channel. It's the BNP Paribas Open. TC Live every day, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. local. Cannot wait for that as well. Bonus coverage on T2. It all starts Wednesday, March 6th. Combined, 1,000 event, nothing better. Back to Buenos Aires, Argentina. The championship we just saw, Nicolas Jari coming off that win against Carlos Alcaraz, looking for his fourth title, but facing the local wildcard, Facundo Diaz Acosta, for Destiny for Diaz Acosta.
3: I'm going to take this one, Prakash. I'm going to veto you because of my age, man. That's what I'm doing. This guy played some great tennis all week, and he continued it today. I told you about the holding serve the first game when he was down, love 40. Then he just played better. We talked about Jerry spraying it like a broken sprinkler for most of the match, and that's kind of what he did. He couldn't get any consistency, got down the early break in the second set, occasionally came up with some good shots, but how about a little magic right there? The guy was reading the ball left and right out of the heels he would come to hit groundies when he had to but just good good solid clay core tennis after about 412 deuces at five four being a 40 love in the second he found his way over the finish line a great sign for a first time What moment!
1: fda approved that's a first career title for facundo diaz acosta six championship points but gets the trophy saved all five break points he faced and what a moment to be in your home country. Gabriella Sabatini there.
3: Name and, the guy know. on the right. Come on. Come on, Prakash. BJ, call it in. Javier Frana. Martin Haite. Same <laughs> Davis Cup team. <laughs> Same <laughs> Davis Cup team. Gosh, I was this close. BJ had that one. No problem. Oh, he. Was that he, the
1: quiz that, that Goodall gave you on air? Or was that a different No, one? <laughs> it was a different one. <laughs> okay.
3: Omar Camparese. Okay.
2: 50-50 for me. Haite yeah. and Frana. Gosh. No Gabby. <laughs> no, Gabby, I got. Gabby, no, I, I got. Know Gabby. Everyone knows Gabby.
1: <laughs> to, to win your first title at home, what, what do you think that means for that guy?
2: Well, I mean, out of all the places, you, you, as Paul talked about, you can't, you can't explain the emotions that are going through you because one, it's to be able to get your first title. Two, the crowd has been exceptional all week, whether it's four home players or not. That is one lively crowd over there, and the way they got behind Acosta all week to be able to actually put that through and kind of carry through the victory. Exceptional stuff. It's something you're going to remember for the rest of your life. It's,
3: it's really amazing, because I didn't win a ton, but I remember the first time I won was here in L.A. And the week before, two weeks before, I lost to Mats Vylander in the U.S. Open, and it was a set-all, and I was up 6-4 in the tie-break against Vylander. to go up two sets to one. Lost that set. Lost my focus for 30 seconds. Down 4-1 in the third, in the fourth, in a heartbeat. Lose to Vylander. I walked off the court. My brother who coached me said, all I ask is don't ever, ever blink again. Came to L.A., played uh, my match in the finals um, against uh, Stefan, and I was up 4-1 in the third mm. and got back into the match, and it was a 7-6, 6-7, 7-6 match. I won. But I just remember that feeling of the no matter what you do, you just fight, and the what-ifs creep into your mind, and how do we get across the finish line. So when I was watching him today, I was just like, this is tough. 40 Love, this is tough serving for it. Gets back to Deuce. If he finds his way through this, that's really impressive. He did a great job. Sorry for the long-winded story. No, 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 I think no, no, it's no, something that. in there Sorry about me. Fantas- that's that's I just Absolutely. remember it so totally well. <laughs> get it. I remember that feel. I just remember that feeling so well trying to get across the finish line.
2: If, if we can get a little bit of tape of that, you and Edward no. over there, I would love to see that.
3: They didn't have tape back then. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's on cave walls. They etched it on cave walls. Most, most
1: important... Vic- victory trophy of your career
3: yeah it was yeah it yeah. definitely was it was my first title and beating someone as great as Stefan yeah. who you know I don't beat very much to win that match is something pretty special here in LA in Prakash's town your town so cool that's
1: amazing so good clip that off put that on uh, all the socials There's <laughs> story time with Paul Anacone. Uh we got underway in Dubai today women's 1000 action American Emma Navarro making her main draw debut she's at a career-high 23 in the world Needed a comeback, though, against Katarina Sinyakova.
2: Yeah, I I actually love matches like this. It wasn't the prettiest tennis from both players, ton of breaks both sides, seven breaks for Sinyakova, eight for Navarro. But uh, it was one of those where she just kind of gritted it out. Not quite sure if she meant such a spectacular drop shot from well behind the baseline there, but pulled it out, got through that second set, third set, bit of a back and forth spare, but again, and Navarro just a little bit too solid, forcing a few more errors from Sinyakova at the end of it. You can see the frustration, but uh, hard-fought win to be able to get through not playing your best.
1: Most three-set wins, most comeback wins on tour this year will take on Maria Sakkari next as that career high just keeps on rolling. One of your former players, Paul Sloan Stevens, making her 80th appearance at a 1000 event. Also needed to go the distance against Clara Burrell.
3: Yeah, she sure did. Good to see Sloan out on the court and finding ways to answer some tough questions. Today did a terrific start at the beginning, was playing some good tennis and uh, got through that first set, a really rough second set. Easy to go away in the third easy to lose focus like I just talked about with yours truly that being me Sloan did not do that got up to a good start in the third step great to see her playing good positive tennis
1: she'll take on the top seed world number one Iga Swiatek, in the next round more Americans doing well in Dubai how about Peyton Stearns former NCAA champ from Texas facing young Mira Andreeva.
2: What a match for Peyton today. For Tate's first set, 6-2, Andreeva, just a little bit more consistent here in the second set, winning at 6-2, but it, it wasn't a great serving day for Andreva. managed to give up eight double faults all the way through and not a very clean third set. But it was Peyton Stearns who was really on the front foot, 168% on her first serve, 54% on her second serve, both better than Andreva. Big scalp to get.
1: Horns up. Peyton Stearns, 29 winners, most in a 1,000 win, gets the victory against the higher ranked Andreeva, some other scores from americans big win for ashlyn krueger card takes out the 16th seat caroline garcia we saw sloan stevens emma navarro and unfortunately sonia kennett going down to serrana kirstea as we enter the social net some tough news for angie burr Announced she is pulling out of dubai with a knee injury going for more medical treatments and said she's looking forward to the u.s swing which includes indian wells and Miami, but Paul, uh, tough news not to be able to see Jabir in Dubai for another year.
3: Yeah, we need to see her healthy. She is such an asset for the tour and for tennis in general, but I can tell you there's nothing more frustrating than trying to play when you're injured and she's been struggling. So time to kind of take a breath, get healthy and then get back on the court.
1: Sarah Luz, Prakash, second round of the Australian Open, two and three this year, just lost to Alessia Serenko last week. Uh, obviously, smart decision not to play on the injured knee, but uh, is this something you think we will see her? in Indian Wells, Miami.
2: Yeah, I certainly hope so. Look, I always take it as a good sign when a player is able to have the courage to not play because it's so easy. Look, as it is, you're never really feeling 100%. There's always a little bit of aches and pains here and there, so you're playing with pain all the time. It's just a gauge of how much pain can you play with. So the fact that she was sort of smart, wise enough to say, you know what, I need to go get back to a higher level of recovery before playing, I think that's a good thing. And the fact that she is prioritizing and not playing such a massive event is because she wants to play Indian Wells in Miami
1: send our best wishes to alms, get healthy, and I uh, hope to see you back on court very soon. Meantime, uh, the rise of Yannick Sinner has also followed the rise of the Karota Boys as they travel everywhere that their man goes. And, and once again, they were in Rotterdam, Paul, and uh, the, the carrots got some, some VIP treatment from
3: mr sinner they need to be talking to the major carrot industry people to get some good sponsorship dollars i yep. think that they're missing don't you think prakash they may be missing the boat a little bit here. They, they, they
2: may be missing the boat i think they got to capitalize on this whole thing but you guys missed the best sinner sort of uh, uh showing of love through costumes in in turin when he was playing there i saw a guy there danny and i both saw a guy he had actual carrots shaped into a hat so he had about 11 carrots around his head just stuck up like that I, and it was, it was an a good odd, one. It, it was an odd sight, but points, it works. For, points for creativity. It works. you works.
1: Know? Could do something with Bugs Bunny. I mean, uh, you know.
2: A
3: lot, lot of possibilities. <laughs> lot of Come on, marketing there, people. Right? Let's go, marketers. Let's get it rolling.
1: Prakash, what kind of veggie would follow you around, do you think?
3: Um,
2: gosh, I'm tra- probably a broccoli. Okay. I think it's a little bit of a broccoli situation. I think. I don't know. That's the first one that came Very up. healthy. Very healthy. Paul, what, what about
3: you? Tomato. Italian. Got the Italian. It's a little Ooh. tomato sauce. Why not?
2: I like that. I like that a lot. Great answer. quick answer.
1: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> he was ready. Well, he was. He was, so ready. In line. He was so
3: ready. <laughs> now he's going to come
1: to me, so. <laughs> Tomatoes and broccoli. All right. That's what those are my two veggies tonight with the scallops and the steak.
3: Nice Steve. Thanks for the invite, Weissman.
1: <laughs> Gosh. Oh, a little surfing here. We're always welcome. You're always welcome. Uh, center core coverage continues because the tennis never stops here on TC. Dubai kicks off 2 a.m. Eastern. Doha, Rio, Los Cabos and encore coverage all night long. We got the best of the best still on the way on TC Live.
3: Incredible!
0: Oh my goodness. Oh, that's
3: an amazing
1: point. That's just big hitting there. Mark that down for best of the best. All right, we're counting down five through one. Prakash starting with Lesia Soranko in the far court.
2: Well, it's pretty exceptional play from both players here, but at the end of the day, after tracking down this tough overhead, working her way back into the net, it was Serenko after this
3: approach shot who gives it a little Paul Antico knife on the forehand volley. So good. It's the carver off the court. It got a really light look at it open the racket face just a sl- that's a slam volley cross us tko Come heck on. of an effort there, how, how about heck we can't have one of these without ega look at ega on, on the far sideline gang just shuffling around on the baseline no problems how about the old oh. open stance two-hander that's so common thread that shot now this makes me even more annoyed with all you players with two-handers How, how's the ball moving around How like a lefty that? forehand that's there. the left hand look at that strong left hand around the outside of the wow. ball wow just another highlight from this igish fiontech
1: you cannot have the best of the best without forgot. Oh. are you
3: sure he should be in rotterdam brother
2: should be an all-star weekend right now <laughs> jumping like he should be in the nba and i, I gotta say i think that's actually a few inches lower than his prime elevation and still the highest I've ever seen anyone jump 37 in, right? In, in this sport yeah,
3: 37 years 37 moving like best athlete best athlete that's ever played tennis come on Emma, come on has ever
2: played tennis yep. agree I agree with that I agree
3: with that absolutely my okay. how about how about Emma once again not only is she winning matches guys she's now making best of the best grinding <laughs> away back of the court and Emma have a little flick backhand keep the defense going dead run Yes, thank you very much. About 25 feet behind the baseline, couldn't do that with vj's continental grip. No, but let me because let Bj no, couldn't no, get around no, that ball. But VJ...
2: Eddie, Paul,
3: with you on the set,
2: anytime I see a running forehand, you almost say, "What up, Pete?" <laughs>
3: there you gotta say it. Fistful, hit a little flatter, a little harder. Man. He did. He did.
2: <laughs> Number one, Carlitos. well oh, it wasn't his week, but he still came up with a lovely forehand roll love there over the big man. So easy.
3: Even his best of the best looks so easy. It's like a normal shot. Look at the That's movement. That's not that easy, folks. Look at the movement,
2: strong right leg, such a stable margin. body.
1: <laughs> Didn't have a chance. What a week we had, and it continues as we've got more featured matches. In fact, how about the fact that we've got a championship, a final, on a Monday? Delray Beach postponed today because of all the rain there in Florida. So Taylor Fritz taking on Tommy Paul tomorrow. The ladies, of course, in Dubai. You've got Ostapenko in action, Spitalina in action, Musetti in Doha. Uh, but let's talk about this Delray Beach final with Taylor Fritz and Tommy Paul. Uh, what, what, what did you tell Taylor today and, and, and what's it like I
3: said I said be careful and make sure you have your umbrella open <laughs> I thought that was the best coach he so, not that's all, look, he's got Michael there making all the good decisions Michael uh, Michael's done such a great job with Taylor um, just knows him inside and out we try to stay on the same page but really a day like today it's only good for ducks. So all you need to do is try to keep your patience, make sure you stay uh, healthy, and make sure you get some good rest and ready to go tomorrow. There's no secrets with these guys. They've grown up together. It's yeah. going to be a fun one.
2: When when that's the case, when there are no secrets, is it is it uh, the highest level of game theory, as in you're trying to outguess the next guy, or is it just execution?
3: You know, it's it's, it's such the cliche, but it really is true. Who's going to win the big points, right? Who's going to win the big points? Yesterday with Foe and Tommy, Foe was flat, so it didn't get to that point. But they're in the same boat. So if they're close, it's going to be who's going to win the big points, and that's going to uh, be what happens with Tommy and with Taylor. And have a little uh, tip of the cat to Tommy, Paul, and to Brad Stein two weeks in a row yep. win and final again. That's a heck of an effort going from indoors to outdoors.
1: He's won seven matches in a row. Taylor Fritz has won Kids his last hot. five finals.
3: T. Fritz, baby, Tommy, oh. Paul, will be watching. I'll have my feet up tomorrow watching. <laughs> I'll do leg day tomorrow. Though. You could probably get Come to- on oh, plane. Huh? Get on plane huh? and be there. Could be. Okay. Lazy boy in my living room listening to you guys a little bit better though. Yeah, lazy boy. Wait, wait, how cocktail? do we shift from leg day with me to that's lazy accurate. boy in the living room? I, the second leg day before the match.
2: Early morning. Early Exceptional. morning. Exceptional. That, okay. That's the president's day. When that's I'm done, I'll do send presidents. you the photo. <laughs>
3: my, my leg day is waffles and pancakes, folks. <laughs>
1: less muscle Squats. but it adds no to if you're
3: gonna have that you
1: Hold should be eating waffles. that on leg day okay yeah. that's the day to eat it. yeah so okay before Cone, we go by the right. way we, we got to send some love uh big happy birthday wishes to our dear friend chanda chanda rubin we
3: miss you chanda love you, Chand.
1: lots of love to Chanda. happy chanda. Rubin.
3: 26 chanda we miss you see you soon
1: indian wells yep. yeah well chanda will be in indian wells but i uh, hope you're celebrating your birthday today hope it's the best ever Sending lots of love. We love you, Chanda. Have the best birthday. And as we head to break, how about the winners? Facundo Diaz Acosta. Mar- day of his life.
3: Martin Haite. Haite. Martin Haite. Top, Top tenor.
1: Best player on the planet right now. Best player on the planet. Thanks for watching, CC Live.